0: Hi, I'm Amber, your host of the Social Launchpad Podcast. I'm the girl who fell in love with social media, founded a marketing studio, working with some of the leading health and fitness coaches and brands, and now I'm teaching you how to build your dream life and career as a social media professional. Whether you're an aspiring freelancer, have big dreams to start and scale an agency, or you fit somewhere in between, you're in the right place. I'll be sharing my wisdom about the industry, bringing you bite-sized, educational and thought-provoking conversations to your ears every single week. So buckle up, grab a coffee and get ready to learn the tips and tricks of the trade. Let's get this party started. Welcome to episode two. I am so grateful for all of the amazing feedback, and I just want to say a huge thank you to anyone who left a comment, sent me a message, sent me a DM. It really means the world to me. I am really enjoying the process of podcasting while I am really taking a step back at the moment and taking life very slow. So yeah this gives me an outlet to share all of my tips and tricks and it's really a huge passion of mine. So. By you listening, you are supporting me and yeah, I cannot thank you enough. So today's episode, we're going to be covering a really popular topic, and that is how to gain clients and build a freelancing business while working a nine to five. So in this episode, I'm going to be sharing quite a few of my tips and my biggest advice so you can build a profitable social media business and replace your nine to to five income. But before we get into that I'd love it if you could take 20 seconds out of your day to leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on whether it be Spotify or Apple it would really mean the world to me. Now today I'm just going to dive straight in and get started with the first of five tips and that is This might feel a little controversial, but my first tip is to niche down. You really want to be known as the go-to person as a social media manager in whatever niche that you choose. A great example of this is when, let's just say someone in your close circle asks you for a personal recommendation, whether that be for a doctor, it might be a dermatologist, an accountant, it could be really neat even looking at someone like a gut health specialist, whoever it may be, you're likely going to have someone you use and recommend for a particular service. Now, the same goes for social media management. No matter if you're offering one service or multiple services, you want to be that go-to person now I cover niching more in depth inside my foundations course. So I'm not gonna delve super deep into niching on the podcast, well at least in this episode, but I have a process on choosing your niche and where to find clients, etc. But the main thing I want you to know right now is one, choose a niche you're really passionate about. Now in my marketing studio i service female health and wellness coaches that is still very broad <laughs> and i could go way more in depth but i've kept that really open for now because i get loads of different health coaches that come to me um, inside that bracket now let's just say if your passion is nutrition Um, and all things healthy eating, macros, etc. And you have maybe a qualification in that as well. You may just want to work with nutritionists as a social media manager. And you could go even deeper further into that and work with just female nutritionists. So you can see here how you can go really in depth into who you service. So choosing a niche you're passionate about is probably my biggest piece of advice and the next part of the process of niching is before you actually go with that niche you have to make sure that 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 chosen niche is profitable let's look at another example so you might have a keen interest in let's just say comedy very random (laughs) Uh, There might not be too many comedians at a local level if that's sort of where you want to branch out to start with, because obviously we're not going to go international as a beginner. So there may not be many local comedians looking for a social media manager. You really need to do your due diligence and check that out and do your research to make sure there is enough of a demand for the niche that you want to choose moving into tip number two and that is making a budget one of the most important parts when i was in your shoes when it came to quitting my nine to five was to figure out what i needed to make each month to replace what i took home in a weekly paycheck now this also includes your before and after tax as well as your super and expenses. Basically, I worked backwards. So I figured out the total amount that I was taking home and then working out your tax and super as well as any subscriptions and tools that you will need in your business. So that's step one. And then once you've accounted for all of that, I personally then broke up the figures even further and worked out, okay, well, what are my service offerings going to be? What does that look like? What is the monthly retained total for that fee? And from there, you can really work out how many clients that you need on retainer. So you might... For example, just offer full service management and it might be a lower level package. So that package might work out to be, let's just say for around number $12.50 a month. If you have four clients on retainer, most of you when you're starting out to replace that nine to five at the base minimum that might be around 5k so you only need four clients to replace your full-time income so you can see actually how much easier it actually is it's not as overwhelming as oh my gosh i need to replace 5k and i'm giving myself three months to do so you'll be able to actually achieve that goal quite easily because you've got a roadmap and a plan to get there so making sure you know your numbers and you know your budget this is going to help you set really clear targets and make sure that you are on track for hitting those targets if you've got a timeline on when you want to achieve those. Moving into tip number three, and it is systems and automations. One of the key mistakes I made when I was starting out was not knowing where to even start with what systems to use and how to implement automations. (laughs) Nowadays, there are so many videos, especially when we're living in the TikTok, Era, and even Instagram, there's so many recommendations and videos on the market on what systems other people use so you can get a grasp of that. I have a free downloadable resource which you can grab from the show notes that tells you what systems that I use and trust me when I say I have trialed them all and this is just what works I find most efficiently for me and other social media managers that I speak to so if you're interested in that make sure you grab a free download via the show notes another mistake I made was not getting things set up in a way that would allow me to grow as easily as possible and look That mistake definitely comes down to not knowing which systems to use. I was sort of like a headless chook trying to figure that out, but I wish I had this early knowledge uh, in my early stages of my journey. The good news is, I will also be releasing a short course with templates for one of my most used systems that will literally save you hundreds of hours. And I've invested so much in getting. My systems inside this platform set up like literally thousands and thousands. So make sure you sign up to my mailing list via the show notes for early access when that launches because it's going to be at a very affordable price point with so much jam packed knowledge in there with some plug and play templates to get you started straight away. So, little cheeky plug there. And I think the key takeaway here when we're talking about systems is I've built in more and more systems and automated more parts of my business as I've learned how to. But yes, I can't emphasize how important it is to really define your tech stack and find out what works best for you early on in your journey before you actually get any clients. Now, in saying that as well, you can start off really lean with your tech stack. And a lot of the tools I actually recommend are free until you need to invest in the next plan up. But as long as you have the account there ready to go, trust me when I say this will save you so much time in the long run. Moving straight into tip number four, and that is networking. Networking is something I am focusing more and more on nowadays, but it's something I didn't do early on. But now there are so many options, both online and in person, if you live in a larger area or city for networking. There are some awesome networking groups on Facebook. And aside from referrals, this is probably where I found most of my management clients on Retainer and high-quality clients at that. If you are after some names of those groups, feel free to DM me on Instagram and I'm happy to share my personal recommendations and experiences. Another aspect about some of these groups, uh, you can find so many other like-minded business owners and other female entrepreneurs who you never knew existed. And hey, you never know, they might become a friend if you connect. So I guess don't go into these groups with the one goal that, hey, I want to find a client in here. Go into it very open minded and you will never know who you meet. And hey, if you grab a client from one of these groups, that's an additional bonus. Another way I've found networking to be really effective is attending local events and meetups. And if you're someone like me who is an introverted extrovert, the thought of these meetups may scare you a little bit. But honestly, I love meeting new people and networking with new people. And the entrepreneurial life can be really lonely. So to meet other people that are in the same phase as you is really cool just to bounce ideas off each other, have a rant, whatever it may be. I know in my area on the Gold Coast, I'm in a few memberships and I know of quite a few women hosting regular catch ups. So make sure that you're looking actively for these opportunities. And if you are on the Gold Coast or in Brisbane, feel free to also DM me on Instagram and I can share the names of some of these groups. And last but not least, just dive in and get started. Once you've got all of the above covered, work hard and make it happen. For many of you, you might only need, as I said earlier, to replace 5K of income on retainer. If you plan to offer full service and have the skills to do so straight away, that could only be four clients to you. So if you are someone who is starting from scratch... I would really focus on building your online presence through your social accounts. So start a business account and post really consistently on there. Make sure you get family and friends to spread the word. Go in and offer some work for local businesses in your desired niche and really just work hard and put yourself out there because you could well and truly replace your income in as little as three months time if that is your goal. That concludes today's episode, a really short and digestible bite-sized episode with my biggest tips for making the switch to working for yourself full-time and fast-tracking that process. So my parting words to you would be, you can really achieve your wildest dreams when you envision what you want, learn the skills you need to succeed and have the courage to put yourself out in the world. Before you leave, if you love today's episode, you will love my signature offer, the Social Launchpad Academy's Foundations course. This is all of my knowledge stacked into one course, along with downloadable templates and tools to help you kickstart your career in just six weeks. For podcast listeners, I'm offering you 20% off with code FOUNDATIONS20 head to the show notes for the link or head to sociallaunchpad.com. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode two and I will see you next time.